Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you're about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. We continue our series on living the life of success. And tonight we will look at Think and see differently. Say, think and see differently. Say, think and see differently. Say, in the name of Jesus, I think differently. I see differently. Say it like you mean it. Say, in the name of Jesus, I think differently. And I see differently. According, according to the word of God, in the name of Jesus, say the things I think of and see are consistent with the things of the word and concerning the life I have in Christ Jesus. Say the things I see, the things I think of they are consistent with the new life I have in Christ Jesus. Amen. Proverbs 16, 18. Verse 18, and then you jump to, let's do TPT. Okay, 16. Do 16. I want you to look at this. Everyone wants gold, but wisdom's worth is far greater. Everyone wants gold. Is that correct? But wisdom's worth is far greater. Which means that wisdom is greater than gold. Silver is sought after, but a heart of understanding yields a great return. A heart, the silver is sought after. In other words, people chase after silver. But a heart of understanding yields greater return. God's word talking to you. God is talking to you. In fact, he's talking to us. <laughs> God is trying to tell you how he sees things. Okay? He says, everyone wants gold. If I give you some... 30 carats of gold, would you like? Everyone wants gold. 
Remember, you are born again. You see things in the eyes of God. God is trying to say that wisdom has worth. God is saying that when it comes to wisdom compared to gold, it doesn't matter what kind of carat of gold it is. Wisdom has worth. And I want you to keep this portion of scripture. He says, silver is sought after, but a heart of understanding yields a great a greater return. So a heart of understanding yields greater return. What does it mean? It means that when you begin to have understanding of things in line with God's word, there is a greater return. Okay? Remember, we are here to learn how to think differently and see differently. Your life as born again is not the life of the people of the world. They will chase after gold. But you see, gold must chase after you because of wisdom. Silver must chase after you because you have understanding. <laughs> and what understanding will give you is far greater in terms of return than silver. Which means gold and silver are incomparable to wisdom and understanding. Does a scripture come to your mind? Does a scripture come to your mind in Ephesians chapter 1? What has God given you? Wisdom. And what? Prudence. He did not give you physical gold. In Ephesians chapter 1, verse 8. Wherein hath he abounded unto us all wisdom and prudence. Which means what you have now is far more better than gold and silver. Okay? It's far more what? Better than gold and silver. God is saying that wisdom is worth more than gold. You see, when you become born again, God doesn't give you material. He gives you that which is beyond material things. Because he wants you to know, understand, and function from how he sees things. So you don't need gold to think you are so rich. Can't you see you are so rich? If wisdom is, is, is better Okay, than gold. It means there's something rich that you have. If everybody is seeking after silver and he's saying that there's a return for a man, a greater return for a man that has understanding. So is that wisdom is the principal thing. So get wisdom. And then he said, in all thy getting, get understanding. Understanding into what? Understanding into God's word. Okay? Go to verse 20. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. I want us to read one goal. Discovers by the one. One skilled in business discovers prosperity. <laughs> but the one who trusts in God is blessed beyond belief. That means he is blessed beyond prosperity. One who trusts in God is blessed beyond belief. How do you learn to trust in God? The first place or the first thing you do in you, you learn in trusting in God is to trust his word. That is how we trust him. If you can't trust his word, you can't trust him. 
the more you learn to trust his word, ah, he said you are blessed beyond belief. There is no form of prosperity that can be compared to a man that trusts God. Now, this is God's word to us. Hmm. This is God's word to us. This is God's word to us. What is God trying to say? God is trying to say that trust his word. In his word, you will find the riches. You will find things that are more than prosperity. So right now, God's word is giving me a way to think. And it's giving me a way to see things. I will not do anything in a bad way to go after gold and after silver. Because he has given me something that is beyond that which men seek after. Okay, you see, gold and, gold and um, wisdom and, and, and understanding that God giveth is not a man that works for it. It is God that gives. And there is a qualification for it. If any man is in Christ, he's way beyond gold and silver. When you understand this, nobody will threaten you with riches and money. Hmm? Nobody will. Do you know sometimes, somebody can load, I was sharing with some people two days ago, somebody can bring a huge bag of money, a million dollars, and God will say, don't take it. But a man that thinks in, in line with men will say, wow, that's an opportunity. Opportunity counts but once. No, sir. I don't chase after money. I am loaded with that which is beyond that. Listen, if you will think this way, truth in, of God's word will begin to give light in your way. God agreed that if you are skilled in business, you will discover prosperity. It's an established truth in his word. But then he started off with a word called but. He said, but the one who trusts in God is blessed beyond. He did not say he will be blessed. He said he's blessed beyond belief. In other words, he's blessed beyond imagination. So the more, so God is talking to us right now in his word. The more I can believe what he's saying, the Bible is said, I am blessed beyond belief. Will you see a manifestation? Yes, sir. I will. It will happen. It will flow through me. Can you see that? Get into the word of God and dig out truth for yourself. Dig into God's word. Dig into God's word. Now, he made a comparison here. He said, a man skilled in business discovers you cannot discover until you search. In the same way, you must search through the word of God to find out God's word. Not just any word, but the truth in God's word. I'm going to show you one of them. And I'm showing you and teaching you not because I want you to criticize people or I want you to see people differently. I just want you to know God's truth. And once you get to know God's truth... The Bible said in Proverbs 6, it's like a beam of light. 
that shines through every part of your being. So the light of the word of God brings light into every part, into your way, into your life. And you see how prosperous you become. Hmm? When you trust God's word and you become prosperous, your prosperity is not in comparison to a man that does business. Your prosperity is of a different class. Your prosperity is according to the riches of his word. In fact, it is according to the prosperity of his word. That is, that is the kind of prosperity you have to see yourself. That's why he said you must trust the word. Now, one truth I want to clarify and show you so much in scripture before we get into our main topic tonight is that, you know, still, there are a lot of people who believe that the Holy Spirit is a bird, you know? And they use symbols to describe the animal symbol, bird, to describe the Holy Spirit. And there are a lot of great ministers who you see even do that. I'm saying that I'm not telling you to criticize them. We don't receive God's word and truth to go out there as weapons of criticism. We receive God's word to know the truth for our life. And we pray for them to know the truth. When you know the truth, you blossom. That's what the word does. The truth will make you blossom. You will see your life prospering. You see, you become a success automatically. But I want to show you this. Now, in Matthew chapter 3, the Bible says when Jesus was being baptized by John, the Bible says that, and the Holy Spirit descended. I've taught you this, but I want to share some other scriptures in line with this. He said, and the Spirit of God descended like a dove upon Jesus. And that portion of scripture, the truth in there has been taken off. Of course, the Bible is replete with emblems. But emblems, your God cannot be limited to an emblem. Because he himself said it. And he warned the Israelite. There was a day in Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 15. But here the Bible is saying that. And he saw the spirit of God descending like. So it was in the descent. It was in the coming down of the Holy Spirit. He came down like a bird will land. Not in the symbolism of a bird, but in the this in the in the in the patching. You know, when the bird would descend on a on a building or a tree or on the ground, the way a bird would descend, that is how the Holy Spirit descended like a dove. He is not a dove. God cannot be brought into a form. God cannot be brought into a form. Deuteronomy 4, verse 15, NLT. God himself began to warn the Israelite that you are, you are warned. These signs, these things that you have seen of me. <laughs> he said, look at it. But be very careful. You did not see the Lord's form. Huh? You did not see the Lord's form. On the day he spoke to you from the heart of the fire at the Mount Sinai. In other words, God spoke to them. They should not imagine God in a form. God spoke to them. They should not imagine because he knows the mind of man. 
They should not imagine God in a form, like in a shape. I'm not the one saying it. You are reading. And then in verse 16, he began to mention the things. He said, so do not corrupt yourselves by making an idol in any form, whether of a man or a woman or an animal on the ground, a bird in the sky. A bird in the sky. Why? They have, talked, they have spoken to God. There is a likelihood. They are so excited that they might want to bring God. That is the reason why when Moses, when Moses went to the mount to bring the Ten Commandments, Satan got in there to stir their mind up to bring a God in a form. And when God came, he was angry at them. Once you bring God in a form, it is another God. So he warned them and said, don't do that. Don't corrupt yourself by making an idol of, in any form. By making an idol in any form. Because in the verse 15 he said, quickly, be very careful. You did not see the Lord's form. You did not see the Lord's form. Nobody knows God's form. We are the we the church, <laughs> we have an idea of how God looks like, but we don't even know his form. We just know he lives in us. Okay? So he said, don't put me in form of a shape of a man or a woman, or an animal on the ground, or a bird in the sky. A small animal that scurries along the ground, or a fish in the deepest sea. He warned them, don't do this. Don't bring my shape or form. Now, why am I sharing this with you? This is some of the truth you need to know. So, in your mind, you do not limit God to any form or shape. You see, in Isaiah chapter 9 verse 8, the Bible says that God's word came to Jacob and it descended on him. It descended. Some translation says it lighted upon, him, upon Israel. The word is it descended. The word descended. The word descended. The Lord sent a word into Jacob and it lighted upon Israel. Okay, when you speak of Israel, it's talking about the nations. Okay, the tribe. Yes, so the Lord sent his word, sent a word into Jacob and it lighted or it descended upon Israel. That is the same similitude. So you see, this is one truth. You don't, you, you, you don't need to, <laughs> to rack your head. You just need to believe and know that the God you serve and worship cannot be brought into any form. He is bigger than a bird. A bird cannot, cannot describe. What are you talking about? But please hear me again. I am not showing or teaching you this to go out there and go and criticize people who are doing it. They might have a reason for doing it. There are a lot of people that move, those people who believe more in the Holy Spirit and the move of the Holy Spirit, you see them with a symbol. It doesn't make it truth. It doesn't make it truth. The Holy Spirit is not a bird. 
They might have a reason. That's why you can't go. You know, we're not there when they decided to do that. So leave them alone. But you, God wants you to know the truth. And that's what you are sharing. I'm sharing with you. Okay. Why the truth? Because you see, the truth of God will make you soar higher. And it will make you function in a higher level of life. That's what the truth of God does. It makes you function in a higher level. That is where God wants you to be. Remember in Romans chapter 8 verse 30 we have learned. The Bible says that for you, you have been glorified. Which means that you are being raised unto heavenly dignity. And I mentioned to you that God wants you to function in the class where you are. So you are in God's class. Not in anybody's class. You are not in human class. You are in God's class. And so God wants you to reason like that. See things like that. Think like that. <laughs> Say, I am a proud member, a proud member of, the class, of the highest class where God reigns. Where God are you a proud member? Yes. <laughs> he said, for you have been glorified. You have been raised to a heavenly dignity, condition, and state of being. God wants you to move in this dimension, a higher life. Now, you need to believe this word before you start getting desperate. When you get desperate, it will be difficult for you to believe the word. If you get desperate in any area of your life, it will be very difficult to believe what the word is saying. Hmm. And for us, what helps us to function in this higher life is the word of God. I was sharing with people that when we say the word of God, you need to understand what the word of God is. The word of God is not just me talking to you, you hearing me. The word of God, first of all, is a person. Okay? The Bible says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. In the verse 14, the Bible says, and the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. So the word of God is a person. He is not any mean person. He is God. In verse 4 of the same chapter, John 1, the Bible says that the word is the, is the source of all life. The word is the source of all life. In him was life. In him, the word. So the word, thank you Holy Spirit, the word you are hearing now is a container of life. So when you receive God's word, what you're actually doing to yourself is that you are adding more life. You are, as I'm teaching you right now, you are receiving life as you hear God's word. You receive life into your being. You receive life through, into your ears. You receive life through your eyes. You are watching me. You are not seeing me. It's the word you are seeing. TPT. Hmm. A fountain of life was in him. Who? The word. For his life is light. So the Bible has shown you two things now. The word is a container or the source of life and light. So when you receive God's word, you see, God's word is not just, hey, and the Bible says, and the Bible says, no, no, no. It's far beyond that. It's not a screaming. 
You can be doing this to people and they will never benefit because they don't even know what is coming. What they might receive is touching on their prosperity areas and how they are suffering in life. They, that is the portion of, of the word you are speaking that you are receiving. But you see, those things might not be true because you see, the born again does not suffer. You will not understand because you, say, you will think, immediately you say, look, but I'm suffering in life. Then you are thinking like a man. The point, how can you suffer when you have all things? So that, you see, so I might be saying things that will touch your flesh and your current situation and you might respond, glory, as if you have heard truth. But you have not heard truth. I did not come here to stare, what you, to stare you out of what you are going through. I came to tell you of the reality that is already real. Can you see that? Yes, the born again does not suffer. Because all things are his. Men belong to him. The world belongs to him. Life belongs to him. Death belongs to him. Today belongs to him. Tomorrow belongs to him. This is who the born again is. How can he suffer? How can he suffer? That's how come I told you in, in services when you begin to say and your suffering today is going to end by tomorrow in the name of the Lord. Then people are responding. They think it's truth. It's not. It's not truth. Why? I'm not saying it's not true. I'm not saying it's not true. The fact that it is true does not make it truth. The fact that you are in pain, we can tell it's true. But it is not truth. <laughs> truth is the word. In John 17, 17. He said, thy word is truth. Show us. Thy word is truth. Are you with me? He says, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. So the word of God that, oh Jesus... The word of God that you are receiving or you are studying is truth and can only be truth. Do you know what truth is? It means it is unchangeable. It is irrevocable. There's nothing. You see, the truth will yield to itself what it is and what it, what it says and what it contains. You know why suffering is not truth? Because it will change in the next minute. You didn't get that. Can I say that again? Yes, the reason why you're suffering, not you anyway. The reason why someone's suffering is not truth. It's because truth does not change. But a true situation can change in the next minute. Huh? You were, you, in the physical life, you were suffering. But the next time we heard, the suffering was gone. He said you were sick. The next time you were not sick any longer. Yes, it was true. Your leg was in pain. But after some time, you are walking, the pain is gone. It is not truth. But it was true. But the truth is, he bore my sins in his flesh. Therefore, I died to sin. And I am alive unto righteousness. 
by his stripes I were healed. Truth. Which means that I walk under divine health every day without being sick and it cannot be changed. As long as I can lay hold on that truth, that is my life. And you will see that this is what permeates your body. And your body will respond to reality. Can you see this? So when God says that you have wisdom and you have understanding, he's trying to say that there is some kind of prosperity that is truth. You are too rich. You, you, oh, I said you are too rich. Say, I am too prosperous. <laughs> when I say I'm too prosperous, I see the, 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 the natural man will be thinking about bank. We'll be thinking about work. We'll be thinking about that. No, I look inside. I am full of wisdom which is beyond prosperity. He said it is of, it is of worth than gold. Anytime you receive understanding, like the way you are doing your head, you see, the Bible says it is far greater return than silver. So the more you understand God's word, there is far greater return. So what does he mean? I am going to receive a return. The word of God will give you a return. Somebody say, I have a return. Say, in the name of Jesus, I receive the return because I have understanding of God's word. I function from a higher realm. You see, when you are when you are in a plane, the way you see things on the earth are different. Which means that the perspective. Now, when the Bible says eyes, eyes stand for you know um, perception or discernment. Discernment, perception. For example, when the Bible says that he saw one that has seven eyes. Okay, which means that it is it stands for fullness of what discernment, and then fullness of horn. Horn stands for authority, so seven means fullness, completion, which means full authority, full discernment. That is who Jesus is. Jesus is ascribed with fullness. You see, so he was talking about Christ. I will teach you that from Friday. I'll be talking to you about the four gospels. Okay, I'm going to share with you why we have four gospels, so that you don't get some unbelievers sitting somewhere trying to tell you they contradict themselves. <laughs> like when you read the book of Matthew, it will be difficult for you to say they are saying the kingdom of God. You always hear them say the kingdom of heaven. There's a reason. You see. Because you see, in the Old Testament, the Israelites, they were, the name Yahweh was so heavy that they can't mention, they can't make a mistake. The word is the Hebrew word is Hashem. So if they are calling God, if they are writing, even writing, they'll write Jin dash D. They would like to call him Adonai. So when they are saying the kingdom of God, they won't say that. They will normally will say the kingdom of heaven. Because God was difficult, the kingdom of Yahweh is difficult for them to utter. 
So you see, so if you are reading the Bible and you see that, you will see sometimes it is interchanged with kingdom of God, kingdom of heaven. But when Jesus came in the same Matthew, he said, seek ye first the kingdom of God. He began to show them. But they still won't buy it. If you go to Israel today, they still find it very difficult, the unbelievers, they still find it difficult to call him God, Yahweh. They, they, they enjoy calling him Adonai, Elohim, and all that. But Yahweh is so heavy for their mouth to utter. You see? So I'll, I'll, I'll teach you that. So you'll understand why Matthew was written, why Mark was written, why Luke was written. Why? I was teaching some people how to find out. Eh? You're, in a, you're in a good place to learn, huh? So don't miss Friday. The Spirit said, continue with this. Because <laughs> he knows I might pass there. You see, I'm excited to study and to come and teach you. So as I'm teaching you God's word, truth. Now, I'm not saying I'm just talking to you. It is truth you must go for. Because whatever you are seeking is in truth. It's not in true story. That is why there are some stories in the Bible. If you don't get understanding, only believe. Only believe because whether you believe or not, it is truth. So believe. I was sharing with, uh, with Grace. We don't know how the Holy Spirit got Mary pregnant. But you, can, you don't need to even be married to be able to describe through books. You can tell how a man can get a woman pregnant. According to books or whatever, science, you know, semen from a man enters a woman over four billion or whatever, of them, and one will run very fast. And, and is that not it? And then, you know, fertilize, you know, an, an ovary, and then this is formed, and you can tell the sequence of how it became. But for Jesus, the Bible says that the Spirit of God overshadowed her. What happened? Nobody can explain but that matter, whether I understand to the core or not, is truth. Because the birth of Jesus is truth. And it was miraculous. And it was wonderful. In fact, his birth and his death were all miraculous. His ascension was miraculous. Because you are dealing with a miraculous man. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Raymond 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny Hyphen L. Jedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny L. Jedu for videos. You can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International, contact 
services on plus two three three five four seven two two one seven seven three or plus two three three five zero four three two eight nine five nine for any inquiries. So many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean, and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to lead from glory to glory, and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.